This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders, you're accepting of whatever comes your way, you're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Well-Being. So, our discussion this afternoon is our final presupposition for our emotional wealth series. And we've talked about emotional wealth. It's this being resilient, knowing that we can manage our emotions when we need to, rather than them feeling like they're in control. And having you know, some emotional intelligence with what's going on for us, being curious and that kind of thing. Within our emotional wealth, we have 10 presuppositions and we've been fortunate to be able to talk about those on our show with you. Our final one, it's an easy one to get your head around. Maybe not easy to do as, you know, we do say that, that sometimes these things can be difficult because of life, because things going on. But the whole thing around what this presupposition is should be a little bit easier. So today's presupposition is, we find happiness in the everyday. How fabulous would that be? If we could find happiness in the everyday. And that's what we are looking at. That's what we're gonna be talking about. If you've got anything that you want to add to the conversation, if you want us to talk about anything or question us, please do email us at studio at hcr923fm.com or you can come through on the Facebook, HCR, or you can come through on our own 3B Wellbeing Facebook page. You can also text us here on 60066 and start your message with HCR and that'll come through as well. We'd love to hear from you. So we find happiness in the everyday. It's quite a simple one to sort of get your head around this one, isn't it, Sue? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, it's nice and clear and and it's different from we find happiness every day. It's we find happiness in the everyday. And I think that's that's the thing to be really clear on yeah. at the start, isn't it? So when we say that, we're looking at our day-to-day lives, the seemingly mundane, you know, the kind of the, the getting up, the getting things done, the getting organised, the going off to work, seeing to your family, you know, sorting things out, even your to-do list, you know, all those things that, you know, whatever it is we've got going on within a day, it's about looking for those happy moments, mm. those moments where you just get that little whoosh, that little boost, 
of something, a little ni a nice little wave kind of comes over you, um, and you may be stopping your tracks, and you just think, "Ooh, that was nice," you know, and, and kind of being able to notice that. Yeah, and that that's the key thing, isn't it? The noticing. Mm. It's a really key word. If we notice what's going on for us, that's when we are able to find the happiness in the everyday. And it's sort of like there'll be well we know when we've when we've delivered this emotional wealth course to people and people say we've heard people go, I've never been happy or I don't know what happiness is like or I'm just I'm not in the right place right now to find that. And I think that's when we need to dig even further. We need to notice even more. And it links very well with our other presuppositions about finding gratitude and, you know, we do a gratitude list daily. That's a really good way of helping us to find the happiness. If you think about it, I would say near enough all of our guests have all mentioned gratitude in some way when we've done an interview with them haven't they they have actually i think that's been you know when because we, we always ask people what sort of thing do they do to take care of their own mental well-being and that that comes up a lot or maybe they're not kind of naming it as such mm. but i think directly or indirectly i think the journeys that a lot of our guests have been on has, has kind of has tuned them in if you like to that side of things within life so that they they know themselves well enough to know when they're feeling joy, happiness, experiencing gratitude, those kind of emotions. And I think, you know, we're all working at it on a day-to-day -day basis. That's not to say that any of them have perfected it. Mm. Um, and that's what I love about the range of people that we get to speak to on the show. It's that everyone's so authentic. Yeah. I don't think we've interviewed anybody where I've sort of sat and thought, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting what you're saying or it's it's not coming across as being absolute, you know, true, true them. Yeah. And and I just think, I think that's that's an important aspect of it as well. And I think through this looking into the everyday things, I think we could be surprised. But but your point there about we might not be feeling it right now, we might not feel like we're in a place, there's nothing in my life that I've got to feel happy about or to be grateful for. And I think I can think of times when I've maybe felt like that. Mm. Um, and it's difficult, I yeah. think, if you're in that kind of, in, you're in that dark space and there's, it's like that cloud, mm. isn't it, that's sort of all-consuming. So, like you say, we're not saying for one minute that this is easy, but it's like everything. It's about kind of turning towards something that's maybe a bit different for where you are right now and just allowing it to find you. Um and you might surprise yourself with what you start to feel that happiness from. I think that's that's a really useful thing to hear because I, I completely get where you're coming from. There are times in my life when I've thought, I can't find, I can't find the rainbow. I can't <laughs> find the silver lining in the, you know, the really yeah. dark clouds and yeah. stuff like that. And it is more difficult. And I think what helps is building a habit. When you build that habit of being grateful every day, looking for things, you know, in the everyday, that enables you to then do it at the times that are harder. It might be more difficult still, but it still enables you to find them. Excuse me, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. 
Bless you. <laughs> I think I'm all right at the minute. It'll come in the middle of something. Sorry about that. The, this, this thing that we talk about and a lot of the things that we talk about, really, to do with well-being, it's all about getting it into your, what I call into the muscle. Mm. So getting it in your muscle so that it just becomes part and parcel of what you do. It's not that you're having, you don't feel like you're having to do it. It's just natural. Like getting up and brushing your teeth. It's like, if I think about it, I go, oh, did I brush my teeth this morning? Yeah, I did. Because it's just something that you automatically yeah, do, isn't yeah. it? And you can forget. So you like, as in you can go, did I actually do that? Yeah, I did. Because it's something I don't need to think about. So it's it's something like that. And people find it in different ways. Like you said, are fabulous. The fabulous people we've interviewed, and they are. They've all shown the passion that they have for the work that they do. And I feel I feel really, really blessed about that. I feel I so grateful that I've met all these people who are inspirational and really got me thinking. The interviews we've had with them have really got me thinking about things. And I'm happy about that. That is something that I find that I'm, I'm really happy about, that I've had that chance to meet these people, these special souls. I, I think so too. I think we're in a very, you know, privileged kind of position. Um, that's not to say it's not easy and we do put a lot of work into kind of, you know, reaching out to people and, and putting all the interviews together and things like that. But, you know, we can find happiness in the, you know, for us it's, it's part of our job, isn't it? Yeah. It's part of what we do. But actually we find a happiness through that everyday task of, you know, being able to kind of bring this to the world if you like, um, you know, and kind of and share these stories because we think this is so important. I think something you were talking about there about um, it, it all comes back to awareness for me. You know, you were talking about getting it into your muscle. Mm. So how does something become a habit? You know, how does something become part of our what we call our um, unconscious competence? You know, we're kind of doing doing without thinking. And I think that, and that's that's the goal with this, isn't it? But in order to do that, we have to kind of be intentional with the practice for it. And I think it's that sort of training yourself, if you like. So it's kind of like you're in training to find happiness in the everyday. Um, you know, so you're going to become one of those really nauseating happy people. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. It's not nauseating to be happy. It's it's about, but it's about being open, isn't it, to stuff and kind of, I don't know, I think having that awareness of sort of what's going on. So I think within our modern life, within our day-to-day -day lives, we're often kind of just rushing to the next thing. We're trying to get the stuff done so that we can collapse in a heap, you know, at the end of the day with a glass of wine. Um, and actually, that's no way to live, really, is it? I mean, sometimes out of necessity, that will be the day. And that is, you know, and that's OK. I'm not being critical of that. But I think, you know, it's not sustainable yeah. for us. And actually, we're missing such a lot in the meantime. And I think that's what this presupposition is about for me. It helps you to kind of tune into moments within the day that you might otherwise have missed. Yeah. You know, I stepped outside my door um, the other day to just, I had a last minute sort of thing where I had to run up to the post office in the middle of the day um, and get a parcel, in, you know, on its way to somebody. And uh, I just stepped outside and it just started to rain. It was like it was waiting for me, <laughs> you know, and I could have been all, oh, you know, kind of raining. I just grabbed my coat 
uh, and kind of walked up the street. But then the sun was still out. And as I turned the corner, post office isn't far from where I live, I'm walking up the street and there's this huge rainbow. Yeah. And I'm walking towards, so you say you, some days when you can't find the rainbow, that was literally at the end of the street for me. You know, I'm walking towards this rainbow. So something that I could have seen as a bit of a chore, a bit of a task, I've got to go and post this this now, and I've already done my errands today, so I've got to go out again, I'm interrupting my work, I'm out of my flow, oh, look, it's raining. So, you know, they're all kind of like ingredients that could be sort of things that might just get us a bit frustrated or we might feel a bit grumpy. Mm -hmm. But instead of that, sun came out, I'm noticing that, I was sort of feeling the wind, you know, kind of smelling the air, because the air smells different when it rains. Turn the corner, there's a rainbow, tuning in. I might have missed the rainbow if I'd had my head down, being all grumpy, you know, kind of marching up the street with my parcel. Who knows? I don't know, does that does that make sense, what I'm saying? It does. I think the, I, I think potentially what people will be going is, well, that's, you must have been all right in that you know you must have been in a good headspace yeah, and, yeah, and there is that but there is also that that you are choosing to look at that because we do have a choice even the times when it feels like we don't mm. we have a choice and we always have a choice to not do anything kind of thing but this is why this is really accessible this presupposition finding happiness in the ed- every day because well what you might find is happy somebody else it might not do so you know i i love rainbows i think they're fabulous i always adore seeing rainbows i get really excited <laughs> like i don't know why i just do and but actually you know my friends they will point one out deliberately to me because they know it'll bring a really big smile to my face and i'm really blessed that, that i have that but there are days when maybe i might not feel it and i might not choose to do that so it's about supporting ourselves to be able to choose to be able to find that because it is really important especially really especially on those days when it's harder Mm -hmm. those little things that happen and it's about looking at that and noticing that that's what's really important so the little things that you're talking about there that was a completely different mindset you went with instead of being grumpy about having to trudge up to the post office with your box for delivery and it's raining and i'm gonna get wet and it is it's like oh yeah not a lovely rainbow what the air's smelling like it's a completely different take on something and you can only do that if you practice it if you get that in your muscle and you practice it more and more as with everything we say, if a day goes by and you've not done it, it's not about beating yourself up because we are not advocates of that. We are advocates of being kind and gentle with yourself. Yeah. So it's then about going, oh, didn't do that yesterday. Oh, I'm definitely, I'm going to find something right now then. Isn't it? It's about yeah. doing that. And it, it can be anything. And it might seem like, okay, what does happiness mean? You know, it's this big, massive explosion of feeling. Yeah, it can be. But it can be those really quiet, calm moments as well. And if I think back to a time when I was in a really dark place, I can still remember feeling really grateful for having my dog Mojo of 
going out of the house and walking him because it got me out of bed and I wouldn't have. I would have just probably stayed there and cried and done nothing. But he got me out of the house, which then meant I spoke to people and I heard from other people and people talked to me and then you find out about things. And every now and again, I'd get a hug off somebody, you know, like, because where I live, people get, you get to know each other when you're walking dogs. So there's people who became friends. And it's finding that, it's knowing that, it's having a connection. And I think that's what's really key. We've had some fabulous people come on who deliver things about just communicating, just having somebody to talk to. And especially for those men out there, because sometimes it can feel harder for them. So even for them finding things in the everyday that they can find happiness as well. And maybe that is going for a pint with their mates. Maybe it's going playing a game of footy. You know, whatever it happens to be, going walking the dog. You know, whatever. My partner was chatting away to one of his friends while he was doing an indoor cycle because <laughs> he loves cycling. So he was doing an indoor cycle and he was on the phone to his mate the whole time. And it sounded like he was talking to the whole neighbourhood because <laughs> he was just, he was on, he was in it. He was right in it, chatting away. It was lovely. It was lovely to hear because he was like connecting with somebody. It was great. It's things like that and I find happiness in that so even though it's not for me yeah, it doesn't matter I it's like for somebody that. else I really like that story because that's kind of like you're you're kind of getting something but you're kind of hearing that and hearing him yeah you know doing his thing being happy connecting with his mate and that's sort of like affecting you and mm. you're happy for him and you're yeah you're that's a really good example I think of how you're kind of tuning it's, it's almost kind of like we have to change our frequency sometimes or kind of... Uh. Oh, she, she's good, isn't she? She's so good. She's on the radio. We're tuning into a different frequency. Like but, it. but it's a good way to sort of it challenge is. yourself, isn't it? A little bit. It's kind of like, oh, you know, you can switch. We can switch the channel. You can, you, you know, you can change your frequency. You can switch it up, switch it down, switch it, you know, to sort of find another another voice, another kind of like thing of what's, what's coming back at you. I think there's so much in this that is, I mean, all of them are very personal, I think, for people, and it's about people finding what's right for them. So we're never ever sort of preaching a way to do stuff. We're just kind of throwing some ideas out there and we've maybe kind of framed it within a certain phrase, you know, or just to, as a way to get people thinking about it. But it's up to individuals to sort of decide what's right for them, like you were giving some examples there. And I do think, you're right, I do think this is something that we can kind of change up on a day-to-day -day basis. I thought of something, because you were saying about, well, what, what makes us happy? And, and I wonder if that's part of it, is sort of knowing what these things are. Mm you know, simple, everyday kind of little joys. If we kind of almost have like a mental list, or you could even have like a physical list or do one of those jars, you know, where you kind of like put things on post-it notes, you stick them in a jar, and then when you're really not feeling, one way to change your frequency could be to just like pull something out of the jar and just say like, oh no, I'm gonna go and do that. Mm -hmm. So then you're very deliberately seeking out the happiness in the everyday if you're not able to just find it naturally. But something that I know makes me happy are socks. 
I did not know that you was really, going there. Your face is just, honestly, listeners, Claire's face is just amazing though. She really wants this pause. Very dramatic. <laughs> what is she going to say? Wasn't expecting socks. socks. <laughs> now, you know, my 21-year-old self would be really horrified to hear me talking on the radio quite publicly about how much I enjoy socks. Uh, you know, it was a lot cooler then. But actually, no, I think socks are pretty cool. It's kind of like I've reached a point in my life where I like my feet to be comfortable. And just kind of putting, my, my partner bought me these really fun socks that were like really, they're the comfiest, you know, they just feel really nice. They're quality, not necessarily super expensive, but they are a quality pair of socks. Um, and I sort of picked them out the other morning and I turned to him and I said, oh, it's going to be a really good day today because I'm putting my squid socks on. They've got squids on them. Right. And he just like looked at me <laughs> and just started laughing. But it was. It was kind of like I put them on, the feet felt all lovely and comfy and kind of all soft and just like really protected and really warm because I get cold feet a lot. Mm. So my feet need to be warm even in the height of summer. <laughs> um, and it was just kind of like those socks are an everyday thing, you know, putting socks on. Socks make me happy. The wrong socks, oh, could have been a completely different day. Oh, yeah. It, would have been, it could have been a really bad day. <laughs> Because your feet would have been alcohol. But actually, that that makes sense to me. Thank goodness. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have known her a long, long time. So maybe that's why. But it may, it does make sense because it's sort of like, when you think about it, it's like shoes that are comfortable. Mm. If your shoes aren't comfortable, then they're always going to be niggling at you when you're walking around, aren't they? So it's it's really important that you have for me comfy shoes and stuff. It's little little things like that. You know, there are other things I could share that are probably well I should probably shouldn't share. So I won't do. But there are things that maybe make you feel nicer, make you feel comfortable. Maybe it's having that cup of tea Ooh, that yeah. is just right. It was like um I only drink peppermint tea, really. So it's sort of like I've had a cup, of, a cup today and it was quite nice. Oh, but I had one two days ago that was just lovely. And it's sort of like, how weird is that? Yes, we are of a certain age. So, <laughs> you know, that could be affecting us. I'm not apologising. <laughs> no, exactly. Why should we? But it's sort of like what you were saying before. It's what is what matters to you, what matters to the individual. Hmm. And that's the real key with this. It's, you may be quite fine walking around with no socks on. And maybe you're in six inch high stilettos and, you know, are killing your feet. And it doesn't matter because you have got that lipstick on that you adore in that color that everybody always says suits you. Or maybe it's that, Oh, this morning, one of my neighbours was wearing this lovely green felt um, flat cap. Ooh. Oh, he looked amazing. And he's, he's got a dog, so he was out walking his dog, Sam, who I always wave at in the window because he pokes his head through the blinds to look. And I give him a little wave. And I, I told my neighbour this. And that could seem a bit weird, but it makes me smile. Dogs make me smile in general anyway. But he had this fabulous fat, um, flat cap on <laughs> that was easy for me to say and it could be like so if you're a bloke it could be oh, my head's warm you know especially if you're follically challenged or whatever so it could be something like that 
it doesn't matter because it's it's really personal. Hmm. It's a really personal thing. But we can find it in the everyday. It doesn't matter what we're doing. There are things that we can find that just, even if it's just like a flicker of a glow, right in the belly, it gives you that. That's the start. Because at least you know you've still got that little bit of light there. And in those dark days, that's what we look for even more. Mm. And it's like, it's coming up to autumn. Well, it is autumn. This is my favourite season. I adore all the colours. Mm, oh, me too. Oh, just amazing colours. And it's really strange. For a lot of years, I was missing the crispness of the leaves on the floor because I used to love stamping through them and just kicking them in, in the air. And it seemed that they were always all wet and soggy, so it, that didn't happen. But just this morning, walking my two dogs... And they were, like, rooting around in the leaves and I can hear the Christmas of them as we were walking through them. That was lovely. It's little things like that. So that might not be for you. Dogs might not be for you. You know, whatever it is. It's about searching out what that could be. This is 3B, the mental wellbeing company with Let's Talk Wellbeing. I think it's really interesting what you were just saying there, there Claire, about weather. You know, and yeah. seasons and things like that. Because obviously I know people have different, you know, responses to changes in seasons. But I think I think that's an opportunity, you know, to kind of tune in and, and look at changes and look at what's happening. And I think someone was talking on, on one of our shows um, about this, this evidence in nature that's to do with fractals. Mm. And it was really interesting because when they'd mentioned it, I had read about it somewhere but not really paid a lot of attention to it. And then I've since sort of read up on it a little bit more. Um, and it's to do with the kind of the patterns in nature. And I, for a really long time, these things have made me happy. And I've not really understood why. So, you know, kind of like patterns with clouds in the sky. Yeah. And sort of water's another one. You know, if you see kind of like the, the patterns and the shapes sort of in a lake or even, you know, on a beach. Um, trees and kind of like the patterns in, you know, like the way that, that sort of leaves form, branches reach out. And, and obviously autumn's a great time to sort of notice a lot of these things. Um, but, but actually, this isn't just, you know, Claire and Sue sort of saying, it's great to go outside and look at trees. There's actually a lot of scientific studies that show that, you know, when we're doing these things, we're tuning in and we're noticing this stuff and appreciating it, that we're giving ourselves all this kind of good stuff. We're feeding our brain mm with good things and actually studies have shown that it, it's easier for people to kind of to lift their mood to actually recover you know if they're struggling with things like depression or you know kind of anxiety and, 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 and that kind of thing and I think so for me it feels very justified to kind of read all this study because I've always been someone that sort of used to say things like I want to go outside and look at trees mm. you know 
Yeah. And now I understand why I'm kind of drawn to that so much. And I don't think you have to be a massive nature buff, you know, or really into the outdoors to appreciate that stuff. I think it's about as human beings, we're, we're connected to the earth, you know, as part of the way that we've evolved. Mm. And I think that, you know, living in our, you know, stone and kind of, you know, kind of steel sort of properties and offices and, and all this, and we're kind of, we're, we're less connected. I mean, lockdown, obviously, lots of people discovered going outside, didn't they? And yeah. forgot what that was like, and they, they realised that they enjoyed it. And I do, I do wonder if people have maybe kind of lost a little bit of that now we've sort of returned back to doing normal and in inverted commas because don't ever really think I knew what that was in the first place. Um, so, uh, yeah, I wonder if this is a... It, the change in the season is a good time to kind of challenge yourself around this kind of stuff. And sort of what is it about the outside that makes you happy? Now, some people get really kind of, you know, they struggle with the change in the season because it, things like the, the sad disorder can yeah. kind of, you know, light and changes in that can, you know, particularly here in the UK, that can really affect people. I do appreciate that. Um, and that's something, there are, there are strategies and things that people can kind of adopt to help themselves with that, like indoors mm. as well as outdoors. But I think kind of appreciation and finding happiness even when, you know, it's not the sunniest day, you know, or it's by looking at kind of changes in the colour, um, like you mentioned, or even it's not necessarily about what things look like. Maybe it's about sound, mm. like you were mentioned about the crispness in the leaves, or it's about smell. And I think our senses, with this finding happiness in every in the everyday, I think our senses have got quite a big role to play there. And I think I think sometimes we don't we don't tune into our senses so much. I think we just kind of take them for granted. What do you think? I think very much so. I think maybe we do take them for granted. I, yes, completely. I think we take more for granted the things like our smell and our taste mm. more so than maybe a, what we can see sometimes. I think, I mean, it's a really good way of, of, of dealing with it and talking about it. And, you know, everybody can do that. Something that I love is the sound. So using my hearing is the sound of the rain, really heavy rain beating on the window pane. I used to love it. It always reminds me of going on holiday in a caravan with my mum and dad and my brother <laughs> and my grandma and granddad. And I used to love it because you're all snug inside and you can hear the rain patching on the rooftop of a caravan, which is just amazing. I, love, I get excited. It's really weird because, like, you know, my partner will be going, oh, it's raining, and I'm like, oh, great, yeah, let's go to bed, let's go to sleep because it, cause it, it sends me to sleep. <laughs> and I, I absolutely love it. So even at home, in the house, hearing it beat on the windows, I really love that. And sometimes I'll just, like, sitting in the windowsill, on the window seat with the dog and looking out and just seeing the rain outside but I'm lovely and cosy wrapped up in a blanket or something like that so there are good things to see I have to say when you were talking about you know the clouds and things like that it reminded me there's a new season of Ghosts Out which is a program that I love I think it's the fourth season now of it and these this young couple inherited this old mansion and it they inherited ghosts with it and it's just it's i find it really funny great writing by these people who also act in the program and 
in the the one that I've just seen, there's a like a sergeant majory kind of. There's an army person who they they weren't doing what they were going to do, and he's like, "Well, what are we going to do? We've got two hours. It's the day is going to last forever. It's going to be too long." And then you've got this really ditzy woman who's just fabulously like happy about the littlest things. And she was like, well, I don't know. Well, what are you going to do? Well, I don't know. I'm going to go for a skip now. <laughs> so they all, so him and her go off for a little bit of a skip. And then one of the things they do is they lie on the floor singing the cloud song. Mm-hmm. And it's like whatever the cloud shape is, they sing about it. And it's sort of like... And then he gets to realise that actually taking each moment as it comes, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, but I, oh, I'm going to do this at this point in time. It doesn't matter what I'm going to do next. It's I'm going to go and do this now. And it's sort of like he learns. And that's really, that's mindfulness. It's just, we're going to live in the now. We're going to deal with what's going on now. Now is going to be the singing, the cloud song, whatever it happens to be. And it's just, he was really happy. He was very different after it. And it maybe it's sometimes it's like trying out things that may seem a bit weird or maybe you've not done something since you were a kid. Not long back when I went out walking with when I only had the one dog, there was puddles everywhere. And I had my I had my big boots on and I went and jumped in all the puddles. <laughs> now Probably my neighbours were looking through the window going, what is she doing? And is she's acting like a big kid. But you know what? Yeah, probably was. And it was great. I loved it. I come home, I was soaked. I was soaked to the skin when I came home. But I got changed, got into lovely warm clothes. And I just felt brilliant. All for jumping in puddles. When Mojo was like going, oh no, don't get me wet, mum. <laughs> she doesn't really like water. And now I've got a little girl dog who adores the water. So she'd come probably jumping in the puddles with me kind of thing. It's little things like that. So some things that we maybe took for granted as children, because we do this as children, we are in the now. You know, we're dealing with stuff in the now. Maybe we could take a leaf out of their book as well. I think so. It's funny when you mentioned about mindfulness, I've been thinking as we were talking, this is that's basically what this is about isn't it it's about being mindful and and kind of being open to sort of letting things in I, I firmly believe it's about that and I think it helps us slow down because I think as I said before I think we're, we're constantly looking for the next thing and the next thing and interesting in your example that character is sort of very unatease by you know the idea of not knowing what to do and not not having a plan mm. Um, and I think it kind of helps to sort of, I think this kind of thing helps us to be more comfortable with ourselves and just allow ourselves to be, you know, which obviously fits with our 3B philosophy. Um, it, it sort of it, it helps us practice that and not necessarily always looking for the distraction. Um, I think we become more aware of ourselves, our senses, our thoughts, our feelings. And, and the world around us. I think something else that, that I, I was thinking about was kind of, it sort of relates to what, you know, when you were noticing about your partner the other night, I think there is something in the interactions that we have with other people as well. You, know, you mentioned earlier about going out and at a time in your life when maybe that was difficult for you, you know, and you did that because you had mojo and that was your reason to do that. Um, you know, and then, but actually then things came for you to feel happy about for you to feel grateful for 
And I think there's kind of looking for that sometimes in our interactions with others. I think, again, sometimes we're very transactional in the way that we want to get conversations done and out of the way so we can move on to the next thing. But actually, there's, there's things that we can notice mm. about how we interact with people. Even if it's a difficult conversation, it can be that, you know, actually, no, I'm happy we, I'm happy we had that because it meant that, you know, we could... It makes us feel even more connected to one another or that we have more of an understanding or an appreciation of each other. And I think we can only do that if we're choosing to tune into these moments. Mm. Whereas if we're on that treadmill or we're just, we're just working through that to-do list, it'll be really hard for those things to find us. Mm. I like that. I have to say what you what you've just been talking about really it it makes me think about my song choice because everything you were talking about links for me to this song choice of mine my my song choice is the beatles all you need is love and what i'm thinking about when you were talking about things then it was it's finding what i love so i love rainbows and i love mojo and so he's the one who got me out of the bed when I was in that, you know, my deep depression. When I was really not in a, a good place at all and everything was dark, he was still something I loved and got me through that. And if, if we find things that we love, if we understand ourselves and know what makes us tick, if we connect with people who love us, we can really help to find the happiness in the everyday. And if somebody is going through such a tough time, maybe other people in our lives can help us to see the happiness in the everyday as well, to help us to, you know, understand what that might be for us. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is the fabulous Beatles. All you need is love. Love is all you need. Fabulous. Love that. Uh, I love where it goes at the end as well but it is, love is all you need you need love for yourself to put you first to find things that are right for you to surround yourself with people that you love and then do things that you love to do each and every day that'll help you to find happiness in the everyday yeah, it really will, I think that's it I think part of this is, we always say every single week it's about knowing yourself so you've got to know what, what makes you happy. You've got to know and what those little details are. So it's the little things that make the biggest difference. Mm. I think we falsely believe that it's the big, it's the big moments that kind of make up life. And it isn't. It's that every day, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having big moments. It's wonderful if you've got big moments and kind of mind, milestones and, and really cool stuff happening. But actually a lot of the, the real life, the real living, is in that day-to-day, -day, isn't it? And if we can find that joy in the day-to-day, -day, and I think in, in the seemingly mundane or the seemingly kind of ordinary, if you like, then it becomes extraordinary. Yeah. You know, I know that sounds a bit cheesy, but I'm not apologising for that. I think that's something I like to do, is uh, look for cheesy things, because they kind of like... <laughs> As well as cheese-flavoured things, because they <laughs> make me happy as well. I think there's something, I think, as well with a lot of this, 
it might feel a bit abstract for some people as well. You know, like I mean, we're obviously we're talking about very real things like dogs and socks <laughs> and rain and leaves and things like that. But I think there's also a side of it that's a bit sort of like, you know, that that thing we were talking about before about tuning in and, and so that might feel a bit abstract for people, you know, sort of like, well, what, do, what do you mean I need to tune in? Mm. How do I do that? I think it's kind of like you'll know it when you're doing it yeah, sort of thing. And I think these things are there. They're not, it's something to be discovered. They're not always obvious to you. So you mentioned before about kind of remembering things from childhood or things that you used to do that made you happy. So maybe there's a, maybe there's a rediscovery in kind of revisiting some of those things. But, you know, as we, as we get older or as our circumstances change or as our kind of life changes and evolves, there might be kind of like new things, you know, that are there to be discovered that we didn't realise. I didn't realise that that made me, made me happy. I'm going to do more of that or I'm going to pause and notice that a bit more in the day. And, uh, yeah, I think... I think we've all got the capacity for this. I think with so many of these things that we talk about, so many of these things to do with our mental well-being, you know, when we're in those dark moments, you feel like everything else is taking over and you don't feel like you have control or that you're in the driving seat or that it's, you know, it it overwhelms you, doesn't it? Um, these these emotions, this, and that's what this is all about. This is about becoming more familiar with that whole spectrum of emotions mm. and what it means to be a human being yeah and kind of having a little bit of uh control's a weird word isn't it because it, it's sort of I, I kind of use it i don't know loosely i suppose um but i mean i think it's choice it's yeah. about kind of choosing and i think when we're in those dark moments we've used this this phrase a lot and you actually used it in a conversation that we had earlier today it's about sort of asking ourselves what is also true so this is going on things are a bit rubbish right now i'm not really feeling it but what is also true and i think that's a really good question that can help us tune in to the everyday stuff mm. i love that it's rick hansen psychologist i just think it's a really powerful question it is what is also true uh, the real, I think the reason it's so powerful is you're not denying, mm. you're accepting that maybe there's all this rubbish going on for you. Things are not great at the minute, but then you go, okay, well, what is also true? Well, I also have a home, and I have, you know, my dogs, and I have people who love me, and I have food to put on the table. Whatever it happens to be, you know, I've got the chance to go for a walk. I've got a chance to. Go and stand in the rain and get wet. Who cares? You know, whatever it is that sort of floats your boat, yeah. What is also true means you're not denying what is there. You're just also thinking something separate. And I think that's how we can make sure we're not doing toxic positivity. Oh, yeah. But we we are really acknowledging there are stuff going on for us. But then we're also going, but that's not all of it. It isn't all of it. You know, there is so much more going on for us as well. I think that can really help. I'm really glad that you mentioned about toxic positivity because I think there's a, you know, there's a side to this that people could kind of just think, oh, well, that's just like putting a smoke screen over everything and just going, oh, be positive, be positive, be yeah. happy, be happy. That's definitely not, <laughs> we're not saying that. What we're saying is that there are opportunities within a day to day where you can find things 
that will that will give you something that'll give you that warm fuzzy feeling even if that's not something you're used to or even if that's something you deny yourself for whatever reason you've not let that into your life you know maybe it's time you could start doing a little bit of that I think that's something you can give yourself and another way we can do it is in the things that we do for other people you know kind of showing other people a little bit of kindness or just smiling at somebody as you you know you walk past them there's something that we can do I don't know I think as we said before the more you do of this the more it becomes natural the more you get it into your muscle the more you'll find yourself finding happiness yeah. in the everyday to the point where you might just suddenly wake up one morning and go oh oh do you know what this just happened and I just noticed that and I didn't even have to go trying to look for it it was just there how amazing is that yeah um I have a song that kind of fits with well everything that we've been saying obviously because I, I chose it but particularly about this idea of things becoming easier over time the more we practice it so it's it's a song that sort of more recently was famous from the um, the Guardians of the Galaxy film soundtrack. Um, and it's, Love that soundtrack. <laughs> and it is, well, it's really great, the, the kind of the, the mixtape sort of stuff that was released with that. But it's the um, Ooh Child by the Five Stair Steps, and it talks about, like, you know, things are going to get brighter, things are going to get easier. And it is, it's all about kind of letting it in, practising it, and you'll find that happiness in the everyday. So, I love that. Well, I love Gardens of the Galaxy. Gardens? Guardians! Gardens of the Galaxy. It's because we've been talking about nature. Gardens of the Galaxy sounds really cool. I'd love to see different Gardens of the Galaxy. Alan Titchbart, she's in it. (laughs) (laughs) That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com